Morning. We were discussing uh, discussing last week. We said that we come out finished. Uh, come out finished the sefer Baruch Hashem. It's not, probably not this week. Maybe next week or the week after. Hashem will finish the sefer. But uh, with the Pesach is discussing at the end of Chavis Talmidim in the last the last chapter. We in the thirteenth chapter is the chapter is titled Shleila Hachmas Esatzmai that a person doesn't become chametz and a person utilizes and and puts in all of his effort when they're, when they're younger so that that when when they're older they're able to reap the you know uh, enjoy the fruits of all the work and all the effort they put in when they're younger and what he was talking to us about the past last week and two weeks ago was that the more effort a person puts in when they're younger and the more kaiches a person puts in when they're younger the easier things will be before it becomes mushrash in a person's teva certain things become part of nature this is just what I do this is who I am this is the, this is the reality of the life I live this is my Yiddishkeit and once those things become part of a person's nature become part of a person's mitzis, it's that much harder to uproot them and to get rid of them and therefore he says it's kadai and it's important and it's, and it's crucial that a person especially when he's a bacha when he's younger when he's a younger man, when he's 30, 40, the younger a person is, and the more a person works on himself in his younger years, the more kaiches he'll have when he's older, and the more he'll be able to utilize all the kaiches that he puts in once he grows older. And that's what he was discussing last week, and he just explained to us that uh, the, the, the maila of, the maila of working, working when a person's younger, and in every aspect, in ruchnius and gashmius, but the more effort a person puts in, the more midas tevis a person works on when they're younger, the more they'll be able to be a changed person when they get older, as opposed to then trying when a person gets older, a person gets married, a person already has children, to then try to change it, it's obviously a lot harder. So he continues on page Kofi Dal and he says, it's possible that when you're younger, you can work on a certain tikkun amidus and tikkun nefesh, a certain aspect of avoda. And then when you're older, it's not a whole asik, it's not a whole Indian. A person's able to fix something and, and, and make a Kabbalah when they're younger and work on something when they're younger. And it's hard for the first few months, you know, maybe a few years. And then it becomes part of your nature, it becomes part of who you are. You don't have to think about it again. I was talking to somebody, you know, the other day. He said he made a Kabbalah and keeps his phone in his car. So obviously, it's a di- when he comes to davening, so obviously it's a difficult thing to do. Keep your phone in your car, but then it, it, it's only an ASIC the first few times you do it, and the first maybe few weeks, and then it just becomes normal. And then you don't have to think about it constantly. Uh, my phone's on me during davening. Should I take it out? Should I not take it out? It's ringing. It's not ringing. It's just the mitzvah says that. I keep my phone in my car. That becomes who I am. That becomes part of my nature. And the mila, it's that much easier. And he says there's so many things that we can work on when we're younger to make them part of our nature, so that they're not a whole struggle when we get old and we don't have to be involved in fighting that Yetzar specifically. He gives a mashal. He says, for, exa- for example, It's possible that you'll get to the place that when you're walking in the street, You won't have to close your eyes from seeing that which is evil. And again, this is the PSS talking in Warsaw in the 1930s. I don't think the streets looked like they do today, but he said, Alpha Pekin, you can walk in the streets and you won't, be, you won't have to be constantly involved in closing your eyes not to see evil. You on your own won't end up seeing them. Like David Melch says in Tilim, Haver Einem Shav, you know, help my eyes from not seeing that which is wicked, that which is evil. That your eyes themselves won't see evil. I'm not saying, the BSS says that I'm telling you that it becomes so holy. I'm not telling you you're going to reach the level where you'll see something which is usher, something which is immoral, and you just won't see it. Your eyes won't be able to be kailed it, which is what David HaMelech asked. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not making that mistake to say that that's the level that you're capable of reaching. What I'm telling you is something very different. He says the mistake that the world makes is that the world looks at, at the world at Olam HaZeh as an oitzer full of taivas and makshavas and tiyas roisu as a, as a storehouse full of taivas and things that are pulling you away from the Marashem. 
Zakta Piyatsatsa, many people think that the world is terrible, the world is an evil place, the street's an evil place, and the only way that I can remain holy is by separating myself as far as I could from society. And because they think that that's the only way I can be holy, what happens is they don't do any of that because that's impossible. Like, I should never be able to go to the store, I can't go to the supermarket, I can't go pick up my kid from babysitter. I can't, I can't live in this world if I want to be holy. The only way I can be holy is if I move out somewhere out of town, you know, and live in a little village by myself. That's the only way I can be holy. And Amel, they say, the whole thing's not a, not a gear. It's impossible for me to reach the level of David Amelech that he was able to see evil and his eyes weren't kailed it, that it didn't bother him, that he wasn't able, didn't, wasn't, his eyes weren't typhus at Bechlau, and to reach the level where I don't see evil Bechlau, that's impossible unless I move out of the world. So in these people say, this is the reality, this is the world I live in. So he says, what are they similar to? The eggs of Aymer, a guy who sees somebody drowning in the water, and he says, he looks at somebody drowning and says, you know what water is created for? To drown people, to kill people. He says, I'm separating myself. I don't want to have any shaykhah's water. I'm not going swimming. I'm not drinking water. I'm not cooking anything in water. Water is, water is that which kills. Water is a poison. I just watched the guy drown. I'm staying as far as I could away from water. The guy's a shaykh. Of course you can't live without water. This guy, you know, this guy drowned. He wasn't, he wasn't using the water properly. Water's not evil. If you use water in the wrong way, then water can kill. Then water can be a destructive power. But water itself is that which gives life to everything in this world. Is that which a person cooks with, allows the vegetation to grow. Is that what your person needs in order to be able to live, to drink, to eat? Everything's, everything's based on water. The world is the same way. The Rosh Hashem created this world. In this, in this lowly world, and in all the, all the crookedness in this world, you can find ways. They are able to get to the Rosh Hashem. The issue is that we don't know how to utilize the world properly. We don't know how to utilize the world properly. Instead of using it for we end up using it for Ra. That a person makes mistakes and then he gets upset at the Rabbanish and says, Rabbanish, you made a world which is impossible for to live in. There are drachim, there are paths in this world and Elam Azad that will get you to, get you to the Rabbanish Elam. You just have to know how to use, utilize them properly. Don't say that the Rabbanishim created a world in which it's impossible to serve. You could serve the Rabbanishim in this world. What he's getting to is, and again, he just was Mayrach and along Hagdama, what he's getting to is, is that what a Bachar is capable of doing, what a young person is capable of doing, is to be able to walk in the streets. And to be able to be involved in Elam because ultimately that's the way that Rabbi Shem created the world, is that we need to be involved in Elam And nevertheless, not to be caught up in every marid, everything that and everything that he sees, that it doesn't schlep him down. And again, not the level of David HaMelech, where you see things and your eyes are on Kailat. And then, you know, Rabbi Nachman said about himself, it says in, Chaim, in, in Shif Chaimaran, Rabbi Nachman said that he'd be able to see a woman and his eyes wouldn't be Kailat of Bechlal. It wouldn't make a difference to a woman or a man. In his eyes, it was able to make Kaddish as a name to the level that his eyes were in Kailat and Taifas Bechlal, that there was a woman standing in front of him. PSS is not asking us to get there. He's not saying that it's possible or that that's our goal to get there. But to get to the place we're able to walk in the streets and not everything that we see schleps our eyes one way or the other, our machshavas one way or the other. We can work in it when we're younger that it doesn't become a, a major struggle as we get older. You get older and older. And again, we spoke about this the past two times as well. People think that, okay, you know, these are my tithes when I'm single or when I'm you know, young and married. But then when I'm 30, 40, when I'm 50, when I'm a father, I'm not gonna have those tithes. No, nothing changes. The person's 50 and 60, you know, if you see the old, you know, the, the old, the classic, 
a proverbial old man who's sitting in the nursing home who's like a perverted man who's, you know, saying inappropriate comments to every nurse that walks by and the guy's 90 years old lying in his bed. It's an abach. But shot is that if the person doesn't work on themselves when they're younger, so that, that, those taivas, those machshavas remain with them when they get older. Mamele, he says, if a person trains themselves to walk in the streets of the world, to recognize that, yeah, Olam Haza is a place that it's meant for me to be. I'm meant to be in Olam Haza. That's the way the Rebbe created the world. He doesn't want me to be a, become a Buddhist monk sitting on top of a, a, a mountain apart from the world. The Rebbe made that I'm part of the world, but I can train myself that everything I say, I don't have to look twice at. I can train myself to, yeah, I see something, and I look the other way. I can train myself to know how to walk down the street without constantly you know, looking around everywhere, to be able to keep my eyes focused, to be able to keep my machshavas thinking about proper things. If I can train myself to do that when I'm younger, so then as I get older, and again, the challenges become larger, and I'm, I'm involved in more and more in Olam Haza, and now I'm not a bachar in yeshiva anymore, but now I'm already working in an office with his men and women working together, and now the taivas and, and the nishyanis are greater, but I already trained myself when I'm younger to know that, okay, you don't have to look twice at everything, you don't have to look at everything, you don't have to think about everything. I, I can make that part of my tether. And I, again, he's saying something which, it, it, it sounds like a very high level, but he's saying it's a very easy thing to do. And a person can work on this in any aspect. He work on this in kas, he work on taivas, any aspect of a person's avodas Hashem, all a person needs to do is spend real time. Again, when they're younger, before it becomes part of his teva, to work on it and to and to ensure that you spend a serious amount of time understanding it, working on it, and making a part of your teva, and it will last for the rest of your life. A person spends you know six months, a year working on a certain avodah. It can last you pasha for the rest of your life. And of course, there are dargas in every madrega. You can you know you work in shmir sanayim, which is what he's talking about, and there's a darg of that, and then obviously there's higher dargas and higher. But at least to be able to work on a basic thing, a person is able to make the that's part of my tava. Part of my tava is when I walk down the street, I'm not looking, I'm not looking around everywhere. I'm able to stay focused. Part of my part of my tava is is that my machshavas are able to be focused on a certain thing. I don't have to look around constantly and think around think about everything. You can live in Olam Haza and not see all the craziness. Before we're talking about the level that you're in the Scottish area and I am like the level of David Amelech, Pasha, when you're living in Olam Haza, you can reach that level. If you work in it and you misragle in it and you make that part of your teva, you're able to have this when you get older. I just, uh, it was, I, I took a trip to the Ribnitzer. Uh, two weeks or whatever, on his yard site. So on the, on the van on the way back, well, it's like 15 Chevron. The van on the way back, people are talking about different Kabbalists they wanted to make, after Yantiv, is this Ruchag. So one guy told me that he's, one guy made a Kabbalah, he's not looking at his uh, WhatsApp status for two weeks. And he says a very difficult thing for him. On the, on the van on the way back, uh, I think he almost looked at it like I mean, seven or eight times. Pasha, just like Pasha at a Hergal, at a Teva, that's just what he does. He's on his phone and he just looks at it. And he said for two weeks he's not going to do it. And uh, the Elmas Bakabal, whatever, me and the other Rav that was there, Bakabal to say a capital to him for him every single day. Beschus, you know, that he should be Zeichet, to be able to be Menatzeich and this Nisoyen. And Beschus, that he should have, uh, you know, Hatzlach in general. Pun called me a few days later, he sent me a picture that he had a certain customer that he was running after for, for a decent amount of time. And the customer was pushing, you know, avoiding him constantly. He's talking about for months. And the customer, the day after he stopped looking at his WhatsApp status, the customer sent him a $15,000 check, which is the money they owed him. Shlomamish out of the blue. Customer sent him checks. He said it's definitely beschus, the fact that he was makabal on himself and he overcame this Nisayan and he worked on himself not to look at it. But, but he, I, I met him this past Shabbos. I asked him, I said, New, how's it going? He said he passed it two weeks already. Right? He passed it two weeks? Two weeks from Yeah, yeah he passed it two weeks already. And he said, he said, Lamais, I still haven't gone back to look at statuses. He said, now it's not such a, it's not such an assignment for me. The first few days he said we're murdered. He said I can't tell you how many times I was taking out my phone and constantly just it's natural. I just go to WhatsApp and I go to the stairs and, and he said it was it was my tavan, it was natural, and that's what I was doing. He said for two weeks he worked on it that he doesn't do it. He said the tavan is not so strong anymore. He said maybe here and there I have a mistake, you know, go into it and, and 
but, but it became part of his hergo, became part of his teva. That's part of his nature. And if he does this for six months, so then he loses the taiva completely. It's something that he's not, he doesn't need to constantly look for. And the, the PSS is telling us you can do this in any area of avoida. When a person works himself, the frat when they're younger, and before this becomes part of teva, before, before this becomes part of nature, to say, I want to be able to make sure that I, when I get older, as the years go on, this is not something that I'm constantly struggling with, put in real time, put in real avoid when you're younger, and that those avoidance that a person puts in will remain with them for decades to come. I, 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 I find that, you know, me and my wife, we started eating healthy a while ago. A few years back, back we tried to, you know, cut out all white sugar and all, all, all white flour and all sugar. So again, it's the type of thing that it's, it's difficult and challenging for the first few weeks, few months that you do it. And then it becomes part of your teva, like it's part of your nature. Like I, I, I've no, unfortunately I have no teva for a Coke anymore. I, haven't, I can't, I haven't drank a Coke in, in I don't know, a good few years. It's not that I'm, I have no teva for it anymore because it's my heart, it's disgusting to me. And you can do that on a Vayis Hashem. It's such a, it was such a lesson to me when I did this that it was difficult. I was never big into Coke, but like different, you know, different things that are just, it's easy and it's white flour and sugar. It's just things that are, you know, not, not great for your body. And once I broke that teva and broke that hargal, and the harder it is, the, the later in life you do it, the harder it is to do. And I broke it, and then that's just part of teva, it's just part of nature. It becomes something that just, it, it's, it, you don't have a taiva for it anymore. And the Bishas is saying a person can be zaychel, so look at the bachram, to misif the bachram. You can be zaychel when you walk down the street, you don't have to look at everything that, that walks by you. You, you can be zaychel to it, it's very easy. All he says is you just have to make this, this is part of your teva. You have to work in it, put in real work for a few months, and I'll talk about, uh, maybe a little bit next week, I'll talk about a little bit what that avayda looks like. Put in work, and then that becomes part of your nature. When you're 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, it's just, that's your nature. You're not that kind of guy anymore. You're not the person that leaves Davani girly. You're not the person that takes the phone during Davani. You're not the person that has tivus. And obviously, you have tivus. You're not the person that runs after every tivus that you have. You're not the person that needs to eat everything that's put in front of you. You can make this part of your teva, part of your hergo. And that's what we says, to utilize the time when we're younger to be able to make sure that that's part of our nature. He says, look, look, at, look, at the human, look at the human body. There's so many things that go through our head, subconscious thoughts, that go through our head that we're not conscious of a clow. They're just part of nature. He says, for example, You can have that a bee is flying in front of you, a mosquito is flying in front of you, and you swat it away. You, there was no machshava. There was no conscious thought that, oh, there's a mosquito in front of me and I want to pick up my hand and, <coughs> and swat away the mosquito. He's not, he's not consciously thinking about it. It's not even when a person's awake. A person's sleeping in a deep sleep. You can see it also. A person can, you know, there's a mosquito flying around the person that's sleeping. He'll pick up his hand in his sleep and move it away. How'd that happen? Right? There's no conscious thought he's sleeping. He, he's in the subconscious world. If he feels the mosquito there, it's part of his, part of his teva. It's part of his nature is that when a mosquito is there, he swats it away. He says, I'm not only talking about things that are part of your nature, that are built into nature, that a person understands, okay, I don't have to think about breathing, so automatically I breathe and I eat. But he says, even things that when you were younger weren't a part of your teva, and when you get older, they become part of your teva also. You see that the person's body is able to do things that are totally tava. He says the mashal. When a kid's young and you put him into a bed, right? So they have, when, you, when you transition from your child from a crib to a bed, you have to put up a, like a bed guard or something there to make sure that your kid doesn't fall out of the bed. Why? Because your kid doesn't know what it's like to sleep in a bed. And your kid can roll straight out of the bed and onto the floor. I was just sitting in my house last Friday night. My kids were sleeping. All of a sudden, you hear like a bump coming from you know, upstairs. Okay, one of the kids fell out of the bed. The kid could roll out of a bed. None of us ever roll out of a bed, right? We don't fall out of a bed. You can sleep in a bunk bed, you know, with no guard and no railing. You don't fall out of a bed. How, how does that happen? When you're younger, it's not your teva. When you're younger, you can roll out of a bed. 
And then slowly, subconsciously, it becomes part of your teva that when you get to the end of the bed, without even realizing, without even thinking about it, you just move back over, right? Yeah. Whatever, you know, video cameras watching us when we sleep, but via Pella, you watch somebody in a second, you know, on the bunk bed and he's moving over, getting closer to the end of the bed, and then slowly he just moves back over. And it's like, you, you watch it, and you can have a pacha, like the guy's about to fall, and he never falls. He just goes right back over. So when they're younger, when we're younger, we don't have that teva, and we get older, that becomes part of our nature, and it's so much part of our nature, it's part of our subconscious. Right? He says, Suddenly the guy moves back to the middle of the bed. If you ask him what happened in the morning, he's not going to say, I dreamt about falling off the bed and I moved back over. It's just, it's part of his, it's part of his, it's part of his teva. He fell off the bed two, three times, and then you realize you don't want to fall off the bed anymore, so you make a part of your nature. That becomes part of his, his basar, is that I'm not falling off the bed. That, that's nature. They think and they're conscious to move back to the middle of the bed. The same way we say that when, when a child, the Bashle gave early in the parak, that when a child's hand is put a certain way for many years, it stays that way, even after the child gets older, it's the same thing with the tefa. And that's what he's telling us, and we'll continue that, we'll continue that rest of the parak next week. But that's what he's telling us, that the things that we make part of our nature and avayit Hashem, it, it sounds very difficult, it sounds overwhelming, it sounds like it's something massive, but if we work in it, we put in taika avayit, we, we spend a few months on one specific Indian, and we say, we recognize that if we don't do it now when we're young, it's only gonna become harder and more difficult. If we're the kind of person that gets angry, the kind of person that's big, the kind of person that's lazy, these things don't get easier as, as time goes on. It, don't, it doesn't get easier as a person gets older. There's only more opportunities, more nisgainness, and when a person works and puts in real effort, when they're younger and when they're older, these things become a breeze. It becomes easy, it becomes part of nature. Nature is, I don't do that. The nature is, I learn. The nature is, I daven. The nature is, I don't speak Lashonar. It's nature, this is just who I am. It's not a, it's not a chiddish. It's not a major, you know, major asik anymore. It's just part of a person's teva. So, Shem Shadalbas, we should be zeichel to remain young and to work in these avais when we're young. They remain with us when we get old.